0: Hey, it's Simon and this is
1: Martina and we're
0: broadcasting out of Kichijoji, Tokyo, Japan, the drag raciest of all of Japan.
1: The drag raciest?
0: No, this is just my transition to the topic that we want to discuss today. Oh, which you is... said
1: the word drag race. Yes. Oh, I heard drag raciest and I'm like, are you speaking Polish?
0: No, that was um, like ancient Mordor. Uh-huh. Drag raciest. Ah. Uh, yes. You well, I heard
1: you just go muchos gracias. Yes. Which sounds a lot like uh, a different language, actually.
0: Uh, this week's episode is going to have a heavy spoiler for season 11 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. Um, If you don't
1: know who the winner is or you mm, haven't watched the season at all, I would recommend um, this is your chance to tune out. Right. I will say we're not just talking about that. We're talking about... um, uh, Well, too late. We've already given the spoilers. So now we're going to talk about... Ready? Let's count it down. You can leave in five, four,
0: Four, three, three, two, two, one. one. Okay. Time's up. Here we go. Okay. So when it comes to Drag Race, we were so happy this year because... One of the queens actually has Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. And not only one of the queens, but the best queen. The queen queen. that won the whole thing. We were rooting for her right from the get-go. She was super awesome. And it was really interesting for us how we thought about EDS in coordination with RuPaul's Drag Race. Lots of thoughts on it.
1: I'm just watching him struggle to get this sentence out. This is
0: my table of contents for my essay. This okay. is where I do the opening paragraph gotcha. with three supporting sentences.
1: Okay. Can we get the first paragraph now? Start the f- Paragraph number one. Yeah. So first of all, Evie Audley is her name. Yes. And um, we loved her from the get-go because she was much more of a quirkier queen. Right. And there's lots of quirky queens, but there aren't the ones that really let the freak flag fly. Uh-huh. And Sharon Needles was one of my big favorites as well. Like mm-hmm. anyone that's kind of like, you know... They're trying something that's just not typical and Mm -hmm. they have to fight against not only their own confidence, but they also have to fight against everybody else telling them that they're never looking good. Exactly. Sharon Needles got ripped into when she showed up. Everyone said she was just a spooky queen. Mm -hmm. All she does is spooky. She can't be creative. It's just spooky. Mm -hmm. And then she came out and did one of the most groundbreaking things, which was cracking blood open in her mouth and smiling in a beautiful dressing gown. Yeah. And she really just sent everyone for a loop. I remember that one. Then we had um, our other favorites, Sasha Velour with her hat. Yeah, I wouldn't consider it.
0: her like a spooky queen or like... A, but she was definitely she's a little more She's considered a weird quirky. queen. Is she considered a weird yeah, queen? Yeah, because
1: her makeup is uh-huh. um very like surreal and she's bald and she like wore a crown without wigs. She's considered to be more of like a weirdo queen. I'll
0: tell you like the thing that like if we're comparing Sasha Velour to oddly Evie, mm-hmm. I like them both for being quirky, but I like them more for being very intelligent. Yes. Because there are a lot of... I love the show. There are some queens that... Ain't the brightest crayon in the box. Yeah. Like when you listen to like what they're saying, when you like hear their like low confidence issues, when you see the kind of fights that they're picking, the kinds of things that they're saying, they're not all too bright. But Sasha was brilliant. Well spoken. Very well spoken. Like Bob
1: the drag queen as well. Like nobody could try to put Bob down because Bob was so smart. And I'm talking about dumb insults. Like you're fat, you're ugly, you're stupid. Like they were just really well spoken and they all had things they were fighting for.
0: And I think that like it's a clear indication from what I've seen of RuPaul's Drag Race If you're smart, you have a very good chance of making it all the way Mm -hmm. to the end. I don't think RuPaul likes dumb queens. RuPaul likes smart queens. Because RuPaul's really smart herself. Yeah. Yes.
1: Himself, herself. Both of them. Both of them. They're both smart. I think that like the the one thing I will say is the word dumb is coming off across. Like we don't mean dumb as in like, you know, simple minded. Uh We mean that they're kind of focused on um, a short goal ahead. Like, you know. I'm really pretty, and you know I don't know why I didn't uh-huh. make it to this week's thing. And then uh-huh. someone will say, like Evie Oddly will be like, "Well, probably because RuPaul kept telling you that you should wear this outfit." And then right. the person's like, Don't you come at me, bitch?" And right. the person's like, "I wasn't trying to. Like I didn't even say it. Like yeah. it was RuPaul's." But then they're immediately latched on to like uh-huh. their low confidence issues, come right at them. Like yes. all those people who end up being on the um, what's it called when everyone gets back together again, uh, untucked. Yeah, not well, not untucked. The one the season, reunion, of, reunion. Yes, whenever you see reunion, there's always that queen that everybody couldn't wait to get off the show because right. they were in such denial about themselves. Mm-hmm like Fifi was mm-hmm. like that or this season as well the girl who's like if you think you can Raja. come at me and we're Raja. like Roger, like what are you talking yeah. like she's Silky mad juice as well yeah there mm-hmm. were all these people who are like that but I think mm-hmm. anyhow we're going off topic because we're supposed to be talking about Evie Adley's condition and yes. the effect so mm-hmm. essentially we love we always loved Evie from the get go mm-hmm. and then one episode she blows us away by mm-hmm. saying that she's got this condition called EDS yes and we were both like wait what right and um she doesn't describe it very well. Right. She describes it as like a bone condition or something. Uh-huh. Um, but I put put a pin in that because yes. I'm going to come back to the fact that she's young. Right. And she's only just getting to know what EDS because means. Because
0: even when you were given your uh, diagnosis of EDS, the yeah. doctor was like, oh, you're going to just like not have wrinkles. You're yeah. going to have very smooth skin. They didn't mention That's all, all they said. the pain that is going to come with it because <laughs> the challenges there's and... no real pamphlet or brochure mm-hmm. that comes with it. like this generation is really the ones that are like raising more awareness yep. and like letting more people know what's happening with EDS. Mm-hmm. But like when you got diagnosed, they're just like, yeah, I guess you give me right. Just a little bit stretchy.
1: They just <laughs> said to me things like, I run off this once in medical school. Right. Like you should have no wrinkles and your mm-hmm. skin will just be really soft and stretchy. And my mom and I are like, oh, it doesn't seem that bad. S- Meanwhile, we're in there for a dislocation. So I'm like, what does this have to do with this? But nobody ever made those little lots.
0: Not at all. No. So when Audley was talking about her condition and she explained it in the show, Mm -hmm. she kind of explained in a very simplified way that Mm -hmm. we were kind of like, And that misrepresented a little bit. But at the same time, we realized that this is like a TV show. You can't get into all the details. You don't have that Mm -hmm. much screen time in order to explain a really difficult concept.
1: Not just that. I believe thoroughly that having gone through all this myself, like I've gone through the stages of misdiagnosis, Mm -hmm. no diagnosis Mm -hmm. to... You're being diagnosed, but there's really no way to diagnose it. Mm-hmm. They're just like, Yeah, we think you have this. Mm-hmm. That's like age 13, 14. Then going through MRIs and dislocation, you're going through all this stuff, and then mm-hmm. finally you realize you're not crazy, you have something. Mm-hmm. So depending on the stage that you're at mm-hmm. of acceptance of your condition and your disease, right? It it is a different perspective of how you see people. Sure. She was even um, dancing at one point and you could see her in the background, like I was watching her very carefully, right. like glued my eyes to her because yeah. I saw all of her little subluxes and dislocations. Yeah,
0: right at the finale, like when she like flips back, like yeah, you could see, see her. Shoulders. Shoulder pop out in slow motion and she pops it back in. Yeah. I'm not sure how many other people watch it, but first, like I could see that pain right there. Yeah,
1: even when she runs out of the room, she did this like joke run, and mm-hmm. when she ran, she put her arms behind her like this. Like, uh-huh. I'm putting my arms behind me like as if I have wings, like angel wings. Yes. And that is a very common way that I have run out of rooms as a joke because it feels natural for your arms to flow this way when you have BDS And it was weird at least H E D D S.
0: Because the whole time when you ran like that, I'm like, oh, that's just Martina's cute little ism. But now seeing it like represent on TV TV. maybe it's an EDS thing. I know. Maybe that's how other people run. And these are things that we never considered Mm -hmm. before. We never saw that kind of representation on TV.
1: Because we never meet people with EDS. The only time I met anybody with EDS was strictly because of YouTube and our fan meets. Yeah. Thank goodness for the community we found online. Because I've had people come up to me in Germany, give me a big hug, at Mm -hmm. like a fan meet and say, I have EDS and so does my mom. And Mm the mom's like, hi, Martina. And like, we all had like a big huggy sob. Yeah. We've met people in Germany and we've met people in Atlanta but I never would have just met these people on my own because how would we have connected with each other of course and so then things like the Reddit EDS thread and other community pages like the Instagram pages of EDS Mm -hmm. you get a chance to see that there's things about you that you thought were weird that aren't so weird Mm -hmm. for your condition like when you sit with EDS it's really comfortable to take your legs and kind of like wrap them around like pretzels
0: not just like one wrap but like a couple wraps around so you go like over one leg and then you go back under and you link your foot if if you could see my fingers here I can't even give an example of my hand because it's like it's just really wrapped up in twine so the way
1: you got to think of it is that is right now wherever you are hopefully you're not doing something um Mm -hmm. crazy so that this doesn't look too weird but Mm -hmm. if you're sitting you know put your hand onto your chair like as if you're going to support yourself and lean onto your arm and when you do that it should hit the elbow fold and you can't fold any further Mm -hmm. like there's like an elbow joint and Mm -hmm. then it straightens Mm -hmm. when we have eds it doesn't like straighten mm. like a line it kind of pokes Hyper out the extends. other direction yeah um and so what happens is that that's my comfortable point the, right. the furthest extension my thumbs are the best example probably yeah, exactly. my thumbs go all the way 90 degree and that doesn't hurt that's yeah. just its natural that's just your state, natural state yeah. so when you sit your legs don't feel comfortable crossed because they're still kind of hanging in motion yeah you have to wrap them one more time around each other like a like a twist tie mm. for a bread that's container. a good example yeah, yeah. A twist tie yeah. Yeah. yeah so there's a lot of stuff like that 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 i thought was weird and then i saw evie sit like that she came backstage after after being on stage, uh-huh. sat down in the back room for Untucked, right. mm-hmm. and I saw her fold her legs up around herself, and right. I was like, <clears throat> it was such a crazy feeling to see that. But the point of all this is mm-hmm. that This representation of EDS was exciting for me because I know that I'm kind of like the guinea pig generation. Mm -hmm. Uh, People didn't know what EDS EDS was. There wasn't Instagram. We Mm -hmm. didn't have the internet. Mm -hmm. And so I know, and I feel pretty confident that there will not be a cure while I'm alive. Okay, Mm -hmm. there could be one by the end of it. But Mm -hmm. like majority of my life, I've lived so far in tons of pain and confusion. Mm -hmm. But what I'm hoping is that the more awareness that we do online about EDS Mm -hmm. and meeting other people who have EDS and seeing like, you know, Evie Mm -hmm. and stuff Uh means that there'll be more money going into funding right. which is which will then have scientists start looking into it like yeah. for example out of all EDS is actually called a connective tissue disorder with an s mm-hmm. it's disorders there's like 20 of different kind of disorders you can have. Right. And did you know that every single one of those disorders, they've been able to like genetically map so that you can have a DNA test to find out if you have EDS. Mm-hmm. Except for Yours. my type. Yep. So HEDS is the final one that hasn't been unlocked, which uh-huh. means they don't know how to study it to cure it. So yeah. we're like the... T- because we're the least... um I think, uh, sick as in like we could die quickly. The least danger. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, like on a scale of danger, like, you know, there are other have forms cancer. of
0: EDS in which like your organs explode. Yeah. You don't make it past 12 or 13. Yeah.
1: Like, you know, so. Those it, are rough. Yeah. But it would have been nice to know if I had that yeah. when I was 13 or 14, but yeah, no you know, idea. it doesn't matter. So like, we're pretty confident it's HEDS, which mm-hmm. means I have a whole bunch of things that will come with it. Mm-hmm. But this is the interesting part that happened that really confused the two of us. So mm-hmm. May is EDS Awareness Month. right? And I follow the EDS, um, people on instagram i completely forgot their name but i'm gonna look it up
0: ellers daniel society yeah or something um
1: and they did for the month of may they wanted everyone to kind of like help out with awareness so we had these little challenges where you could post up like pictures of you like this or things to pass on Mm -hmm. or you know get people to bring a pamphlet to a doctor Mm -hmm. like it's supposed to help that's why like
0: the first video we did of may was like talking about your wrists and kind of like eds awareness in a way to like talk about like hey there's something wrong we still don't know what it is yeah we just found out recently yeah just (laughs) last week just Yeah, I'll get to. But anyhow,
1: Mm -hmm. um, so because of this, it basically felt like, oh, this is great. I can see all these people sharing their EDS and it'll really help they even had some funding on a cruise ship and someone donated because it turns out their daughter has EDS and they're rich and so they put money. So like when the more people find out they have Uh, EDS, the more people will be affected by it, the more funding. However, it affected me really badly. And this is the strange part because I couldn't see this coming at all. Of course. But seeing in my stream every day, um, three to five Instagram photos of other fellow zebras, they're called zebras, uh, other fellow people with EDS, Mm -hmm. all different types of difficulties Mm -hmm. made me have such incredible mixed emotions I saw people who had my condition Uh with like um, wrist braces on and ankle braces on and like neck braces on and I felt so sad and so sorry for them followed by immediately the recognition that that's me too Mm -hmm. like I I saw them and I was like oh my god I feel so bad for this girl like what a struggle and then Mm -hmm. I'm like but you do that struggle Mm -hmm. but I've created some kind of like a disconnect between me Martina and me Martina with EDS Mm -hmm. because the Martina who has had EDS forever has been in pain forever and doesn't know the difference but Mm -hmm. the other Martina is the one who was in sports and very very active and Mm -hmm. didn't think about it Mm -hmm. so when I see somebody with a brace on or or with a mobility aid Mm -hmm. on like paper Mm -hmm. like on a a, you know instagram fade right i don't connect that to myself yeah i don't see this as me even though that is me i wear sure. a brace every day yeah like I, I kept thinking of myself as someone who doesn't wear a lot of braces like oh i don't wear that many braces mm-hmm. i just wear one to two a day
0: but you wear them every day <laughs> right but it doesn't and you know so when you were like watching this every single yeah. day it was constantly making you check in with yourself yeah. this idea that like wow this might happen to me in the future. Like, yeah. I might get worse like this. I might have this come yeah. out. And it's... Like, this. I have a
1: lot of stomach problems where I think I've told you guys before yeah. that, like, I throw up once or twice a month, which has yeah. been getting better because I've yes. been trying to figure out my triggers. Right. But there are people who don't figure it out and they have to get, you know, the stomach line put in yeah. because they have the, some, bag. the bag because yeah. they're not absorbing the nutrients. That's the problem with throwing right. up and having, like, diarrhea. And it's that's the a fear that you have. And yeah.
0: seeing that, like, constantly reminds you of that fear. Yeah. Like, there was a, a an issue that we had with each other in which, like... I was very nervous about Martina's condition and her worsening of her condition. So every day I'd be very much like, oh, do you want to do this? Like, are you like able to do this? Like, how are you feeling? Instead of just being like, hey, let's go out. And you telling me yes or no, it was me constantly making you check in on yourself. Mm -hmm. That was like kind of like being a bummer it's a coming
1: way. from a positive place of course you know and that's the problem with this this mixed situation is mm-hmm. that you know i'm frustrated at simon for mm. constantly forcing me to check in on myself yeah but then i can't be mad at him because i know that what he's doing is so positive kind of right. like when your mom or grandmothers grandfathers say something that's like sure. you know, and you're like mm, but you know they're just being like yeah. loving
0: but we got to like change our approach so yeah. that we can like make sure that your mental well-being is okay and that you're not constantly worried, not constantly thinking about how much pain you're in.
1: Because the way that I'm thinking about it now is that we have been discussing this concept of having a toolbox. And this toolbox is something that we can get into when I need help. So if I'm having a really bad, achy pain day, Simon can say, let's open up our toolbox. And Mm -hmm. he can say, do you want to take a bath? Like, I know there's not a bath in the toolbox. It Mm -hmm. just means like a... Uh, metaphorical toolbox. Someone will say, do you want to take a nap? He'll say, why don't I put on a heat patch? Mm -hmm. Why don't you take the sleep medication to help you get some rest tonight? Let's get a brace. Let me
0: tape you up. Should we go for a walk? Do you need to
1: stretch? Like there's a whole bunch of stuff that you can do. And Mm -hmm. I now feel very capable regarding how to react to my body. Mm -hmm. But it's my mental toolbox that I think is totally covered in cobwebs. Mm -hmm. I've been so busy trying to just keep up with all these injuries that I'm having Mm -hmm. that mentally, I didn't realize a question like, do you want to go? Are you sure you want to go? Is it okay? Do you feel all right? Yeah. I didn't realize that that was grating away on me. Mentally for sure, you know? because I have no, I have no mental shield. Right. Like, so I've realized that we've got to basically start building up a mental health toolbox. Yeah. Ones where I know, like I told Simon at one point recently, I know that I'm uncomfortable with like a certain subject, mm-hmm. but I don't know why yet. Mm-hmm. So for now, let's just not talk about it too much. Sure. Well, before. Um, Martina would have said, let's keep talking about it until I figure it out. And yeah. then I'd feel frustrated and I'd get upset and I wouldn't know what's wrong. Right. But now I'm kind of realizing that I kind of need to take it easy on mm-hmm. myself. And I need to think about the fact that I am mentally exhausted with dealing with this condition. Sure.
0: You know, and EDS Awareness Month, while we're very happy that like it raises mm-hmm. more awareness At the same time, it comes at a cost of you constantly having to think about your poor health. Yeah. And that's something that's not super fun. And we're not sure how personally beneficial that is for Mm -hmm. you. In the long run, getting more awareness out there is great. This is why we're so happy that Evie Mm -hmm. won the whole thing because Mm -hmm. like we try to talk about EDS but we're just a small YouTube channel this is RuPaul's Drag Race it wins Emmys and if the queen if the winner of it all has EDS she could talk about Mm -hmm. it more she could Mm -hmm. explain it more it'll be in more magazines more people talking about it more people thinking about it
1: even as she gets older she'll start having to look into her condition more because I know that she's quite young right now so she's not in that much pain yet but it gets worse mm -hmm. and if she's in heels and dancing and jumping she'll be able to cope with the pain because we basically get stronger pain wise but But we don't get stronger mentally. And like, I really want her to be, you know, able to show people how she's changing because she's a smart girl right so and a smart guy so as she makes her way through Mm -hmm. she'll be able to like slowly start reflecting less and less on makeup and clothing and maybe as she gets older she'll start changing her perspective the same way how rupaul went from just drag and drinking and drugs and then as he got older he made big shifts and started being more lgbt like you know we got to fight for rights and Mm -hmm. like you know we need to be more well spoken and then he started to like there's a whole bunch of stuff that's bloomed from it right you know what i mean
0: which is why, like, I wasn't too upset at mm-hmm. Evie also for not talking uh, yeah, about EDS. All, yeah. Because, like, I remember, like, 10 years ago, you didn't have the same no. kind of idea. You didn't know what was going to happen with EDS and with you. Mm-hmm. And maybe Evie doesn't have that kind of, like, focus. I'm not sure mm-hmm. yet. I'm just saying that I wasn't too upset at her being this young and not talking about EDS to the extent oh, yeah, I'm that, not either. you know, but, like, at first I was like, maybe we want. No. Mm-hmm. So it was a kind of, like, balance for me trying to go back and forth and thinking well, about Well, I it.
1: remember the moment that I think I connected the most with her, which uh-huh. is when she was dancing with Tadrick Hall mm-hmm. and he was doing um you know yeah. stuff on stage and Evie was kind of lagging behind because I saw her mm-hmm. knee twist funny mm-hmm. and I could tell that like she hurt herself mm-hmm. and then Todrick takes her aside and he's like you know is everything okay are you alright mm-hmm. and you see her eyes look left right like she kind of does this little panic skitter mm-hmm. like a kind of like one of these mm-hmm. and then she just looks at him and she's like oh no I just have like an old injury like it's fine and she yeah. looked down and up word for word the kind of things I say to people yeah. because when you wear your knee braces or your arm braces or mm-hmm. whatever everyone will either ignore it or ask you about it right. and when they ask you about it you have to be decide if you're going to give them the long spiel about right. what condition you have or yeah. well, if you're just going to say like I injured it in sports. Yeah. So most of the time, I fall on. I just injured it. Yeah. And it's not at all. It's just an iceberg. Yeah. It's just the very tip of what you did. Sure. I injured it. And really some people like, are
0: more inquisitive, and some people ask, yeah. and some people don't. They'll be like, okay. Yeah. You know, and, and like, I'm
1: not mad about it. Yeah. Like I don't think you have to get involved in every person's life. Of course. It's just more. Um, you're worried about making that person uncomfortable because mm. some people are very good with hearing that. Like if yeah. you tell them you have like a the, an, an illness or a disease or you're suffering from something, they can be very receptive. Like oh, me too. Or like oh, I have a family member like that or, oh, I heard about this. But other people get really uncomfortable and they Mm -hmm. feel like they have heard too much personal information Mm -hmm. and they don't really know what to do with that information. Mm -hmm. So I try to judge if I think the person will be very uncomfortable or panicked or there's not enough time. But... you don't want to think about all that on RuPaul's Drag Race. No. Todrick Hall, who's amazing, just asked you if you have a problem and you don't want to sound like you're making an excuse. No excuses. Just keep on yeah. pushing forward. Yeah.
0: I think that's one of the reasons why we understood Evie differently than other people as well because Evie came across as very harsh for some yeah. queens. Like uh, some queens would get a critique by RuPaul mm-hmm. and, and the crew and then they'd come back to the room and be like, I don't understand what's wrong. They'd I'm about I'm it. amazing. They don't And then you know Evie would be like, well, next time, if you don't want these kind of critiques, do the thing that they said you need to, like, change yeah. your silhouette. You need to change your makeup and this to that. And other people are like, why are you being so calm? Blah, blah, blah. Why and are they, you being shady? Why are you attacking me? And they me? were so angry at Evie for telling it straightforward as it is. Yeah. And I think for us, we kind of empathized oh, a yeah. little bit more with Evie because... The I'm idea a that forward person too. the idea that we had is a lot of these queens view this as like the beginning of their careers, mm-hmm. like this is their springboard that they could launch into something else. Evie wound up saying that she's not sure how much longer she has. Yeah, she viewed this as like her probably her last chance mm-hmm. to do something to speak, and so she wants to do it right she's not gonna be like oh I don't have to change anything she understands I have to put all my energy into doing everything that the judges mm-hmm. want in order to do this the right way but keeping it her own way right. true to her herself and I don't think other queens had that same sense of urgency yeah. maybe they did but I was able to empathize with mm-hmm. Evie a lot more than I could with the other queens well
1: you can see immediately uh, Nina was probably the only other queen that changed super fast yeah so as soon as the judges said that she is not wearing a corset and her figure doesn't look good yeah the next next time she was on the runway she was wearing a corset yeah and that's because what nina's older yeah and she's been trying to get on the show for 10 years Mm -hmm. and so she appreciates the fact that there's a time limit or like an end Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i do think that that is one of the blessings that comes with having a condition yeah um if you have a condition that uh in any way shortens the not your life i mean Mm -hmm. it could shorten your life but Mm -hmm. shortens it the way that you imagined it right like i imagined that i would be active until i couldn't be yeah rather than I can't be active and I'm only like in my 30s. Like I thought that that would be something that happens in my 70s and 80s. My mom is probably more active than me with, you know, like, so it just feels, well, I shouldn't say that I'm quite active, but you know what Mm -hmm. I'm trying to say? Like (laughs) Mm -hmm. the age gap. Mm -hmm. Um, But the point is, is that I, I feel like I understand that there's a limit to life. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm living so in the now. Mm-hmm. My build a ladder... So intensely as you can. Intensely in the now. Yeah. You know, when I wake up and I latch onto that ladder to get out of a pit because mm-hmm. every day it resets. Like yes. I sleep so poorly, yeah. not because of choice. Right. I try everything I can to go to sleep mm-hmm. on time or not on time or relaxed or bat- bathed or headphones, mm-hmm. medicine, whatever. It still doesn't work because right. you wake up from pain. Pain somnia is like a real thing. Yeah. And you feel miserable and exhausted. Yet the next day I say... I'm gonna get out of bed, yeah. I'm gonna take a shower, and I'm gonna go outside and I'm gonna do something, or mm-hmm. I'm gonna make music, or mm-hmm. I'm gonna because I've only got so many days. So I'm living this on like overdrive, right? Is what I'm thinking. Right. And I know there'll be a time period where I'll, you know, maybe move back to Canada mm-hmm. and we'll settle in, mm-hmm. and then I'll be living from my home rather yeah. than traveling about and doing these other things. Sure. But everyone else that I talk to that, that has excuses is really, it's really hard for me to swallow as well, just yeah. like Evie. Yeah. Like if somebody's my age and they right. say, like they can't do what we're doing because mm-hmm. it's hard to move to Asia and Japan. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. We did it. It's hard. Yes, it's very hard.
0: It's hard. It is very it hard. It is very, it's hard. very difficult. There it. are lots of obstacles. But you just do it one bite at a time. Yeah. You just keep on pushing forward and doing it. You know,
1: like when people message you and they want to know like what visa you have or like, how Mm -hmm. did you apply for this? Dude, you are only at the beginning of your journey. That's not something anyone can look up for you. Homie, I wasn't able to ask
0: anybody about visas. Like I just had to go in there and figure it out. There was no help. You just like flounder until you get it right. Yeah. And it's okay.
1: You will get it right Mm -hmm. if you try.
0: Eventually. But if you don't try,
1: it's not going to get right. And so for me, like Evie's attitude of being like, just fix it. Or Mm -hmm. like, why are you saying this? Like, why are you complaining about this? It's tough. So what? So
0: what? It's tough for everybody. Yeah. I really enjoyed watching this season as Mm -hmm. well because one of the things that was really special to me is watching you watch RuPaul's Drag Race.
1: Watching me, watching you. Like
0: watching the way that like you connected with Evie for me was very special. Mm -hmm. And I wondered if other people that are watching our videos and Mm -hmm. they see what you're doing, they see the issues that you have with EDS, if Mm -hmm. they felt that same kind of connection oh, i never thought of it that I, way. I, I i've read people's comments say yeah. that but i never really understood it mm-hmm. until i watched you watch rupaul's drag race mm. and when i saw like how connected you were with evie yeah. and like how like whenever she danced like we'd be like oh my god i really hope that she doesn't hurt herself like you were yeah. like so like connected sheet yeah. it, it really like Everyone else is like, oh, she's a cool dance move. We're like, oh my God, please don't roll your ankle, yeah. you know?
1: But see, that's why I feel so close with everybody yeah. because when somebody in the comment section or like people on Twitter when I'm awake really late or mm-hmm. on Instagram say, I'm having a really rough day today, Martina. Like, yeah. you know, I'm really proud of you for getting out there or like build that ladder, girl. Mm-hmm. It's because they actually know. Yeah. Like you guys are not lying to me. You know what it's like to lie there with your body full with pain while nobody else understands it. Right. Well, people are like, I don't know what that feels like. And yeah. you're like, and you never will. Right. You will never ever feel how much pain i'm in right. and so the struggle that we go through to get going or to push through uh-huh. i think is something that only other people who have it can understand sure. and that's why i feel so close and connected with everyone online because yeah. we're like uh, our own race of people almost like yeah you know what i mean like of course we can be asian we can be you know american or african or canadian we can mm-hmm. be italian we can be from australia whatever mm-hmm. but if you all have eds you all kind of have the same thing man mm-hmm. woman yeah. it doesn't matter you know
0: anyhow so we're we're almost at our end here. I'm worried
1: no. that this might have um, stopped. Do you want to pop up and check? Let me
0: pop up and check.
1: <laughs> While you pop up and check, I'm going to sing a song.
0: I don't know da, what the recording da, limit da, is on this new camera. I should have probably figured that out oh, first. Oh, because
1: I started that first, and yeah. now it's at 25. So yeah, we're at
0: 25 there this, also. So, so. oh Usually 30 minutes? I, I don't know. So. These cameras change all the time. But let's just be safe. And Okay.
1: And so before we go, I'm going to ask you guys a question. Okay. Okay. Three questions. Number, number one. one. Number one. Have you seen RuPaul's Drag Race season 11? Were you happy? Yes, no.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, number two.
0: Who is your favorite queen and why is it oddly Evie? Yes. <laughs> number three. Why did you dislike Silky not Megan? Yes. Why did Silky suck so oh, much? Oh, she had such a bad attitude. It made oh, me so mad. Oh, my God. Which, there,
1: the only thing I'll say is There
0: wasn't any character I disliked more than Silky. Like, it was very close. Like really? There was. Fifi, like, I didn't like. Vixen from last well, Vixen, season really got to me, but good googly goo like silky was just i needed her to stop
1: yeah right away it seemed like what everyone felt on her first oh my episode. god yeah i think that mm-hmm. one thing she did do was is that i think she dressed not the best when it comes to some of those weird outfits she did but yeah. for being a big girl because she said mm-hmm. she wanted to dress with the, big, the big queens yeah i think she looked the best when she I don't came know. out i
0: like eureka uh as a big queen i'd like
1: eureka but eureka always wore the typical ball gowns like there's a ball gown look that big queens tend to wear but when it came to silky silky came in the beginning of the day wearing like a crop top and something else and Mm -hmm. she looked really good like she somehow knew because of her confidence she Mm -hmm. was able to pull off these looks because it is about confidence Mm -hmm. you know and she never tucked and she never like you know pulled things in but sometimes she just looked really good and i'm like how did she do that okay but then she had bad attitude i didn't like that hated
0: her attitude question number three
1: Question number three: We're hoping to do a live stream this week since I've been oh, struggling again with great. my hand, right? Yes. Um, so I want you guys to vote on this. We were thinking of doing convenience store uh-huh. Japanese convenience store food. Yes. We're going to do the Italian edition. The Italian edition. Which we will only purchase the Italian Japanese. Is food. the Italian j- Italian? This tips, is my is Italian, Italian accent. It somehow sounds French. To French? I don't know. Right. No, we should be doing more like a like a. We're gonna we should do something that might be offensive be to somebody. Offensive. <laughs> Let's oh, not well, do this anymore. Now I just sound now like more Dracula. You guys know we're not trying to offend anyone. <laughs> okay. So it's either the Italian edition no. or what was the other one? We
0: want to do Chinese delivery because it's such a oh, right. different thing What is Chinese here? food like? And there's a huge Chinese chain. Yeah. And I'm really interested in Chinese food here. So
1: let us know if you want to see a Chinese food delivery mukbang yes. um, or, or an Italian, Italian convenience store food. One of those
0: two we're really interested Please in. Please let us know in the comment section yes. below.
1: Um, we miss you guys. I'm I'm hugging the microphone mm-hmm. and I have a week to go before I can take this off. Right. But then Well we'll talk more we'll editing. talk
0: more about your wrist in our live stream and like what we found out. <laughs> For now we just wanna say thank you uh evie oddly oddly evie, i keep on yep. getting those two mixed up yeah um thank you for winning and representing eds and i really hope you could bring in a billion dollars for research that's your next next task thank you <laughs> and start and, and she start juck, ice bucket and challenge and part two let's get it done i don't want
1: to dump ice buckets on me. can we do something else like the cupcake bucket challenge oh no oh no Cupcake! you have to buy three different flavors of ice cream and eat them
0: oh, oh my no, what a challenge EDS
1: challenge e D- what's what's the flavor of e
0: uh, Easter Sunday. I can't think of a single
1: <laughs> name
0: of a ice cream for E. For e? Of course you can't. Uh, electric shock. No. Na 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 na, na 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 Okay, what's D? Uh, D.
1: Dough. Cookie dough. And S for. Oh shoot, this sucks. But this we could sucks. do EDS where you pick three different flavors of ice cream. Okay, I'm leaving. Good one. Bye guys. <laughs> See you later.